Is there anyone else like this in the world? I, I, I kind of don't think there is. Hey, everyone, I'm Veronica Bezesti. This is Sounds of PDX on Portland Radio Project, 99.1 FM and PRP.FM online. And who am I talking about? I will tell you. I will tell you. Portland's iconic songwriter, producer, filmmaker, television personality, oy, wow, award-winning activist and Out 100 honoree, Logan Lynn. Logan just released his 10th album entitled New Money, and it is my pleasure to welcome him for our latest PRP drop-in session. Logan, hello, hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much for joining PRP remotely. We're we're Absolutely. still we're still practicing safe chatting. Is, yes. is that should that's is that what we should call it? <laughs> Safety first for Safety sure. First. Right Safety first. Safety <laughs> first. We're gonna hear a couple tunes from your new album, New Money, but before we do that, I gotta know. You spent the week leading up to the release of New Money dripping in Gucci. How in the <laughs> almighty fashion gods did that happen? And what did all that Gucci feel like? I gotta know. Yes, Gucci. I've been actually working with them for several years. They've been dressing me for releases and tours and music videos and things. It was a a lucky break back many years ago that has grown into an even luckier break over time. And, you know, this whole record, I I think, is nothing if not entirely gilded and monogrammed. And (laughs) so that partnership um, came in handy for the visual. Wow. Well, it is every little girl and little gay boy's dream, I'm sure, (laughs) right? (laughs) I I, uh, absolutely can relate to that, yes. I think that it's the perfect time to hear our first tune, which is Rich and Beautiful. Talk a little bit about this tune for us. Yeah, I mean, this whole record, New Money in general, and and particularly this song, all written during the sort of initial wave of lockdown where I was in here by myself, you know, all the vocals were recorded on my cell phone initially, like it's it's very stuck inside and and is about me um, dreaming into what I wish I was doing. This is Rich and Beautiful from Logan Lynn's new release, New Money, on Portland Radio Project.
Rich and Beautiful, new music from Logan Lynn on PRP. New Money is your 10th album. You'll soon be celebrating 25 years since your first album. In, oh my God. I, I know, I know. <laughs> Thank goodness it's radio, right? In yeah. a recent social media post, you talked about, and, and I'm kind of quoting you here, your entire humiliating human journey is on record and that it's horrifying and liberating all at once. Can you <laughs> yeah. talk about that? Like, how has that exposure, how has that been a blessing and a curse for you? Sure. Yeah, you named it. Certainly has been both. I think, you know, early on in my career, I would, you know, my first record came out as a mixtape when I was 17 years old. I oh, love it. I was addicted to drugs and alcohol, which anyone in Portland would remember from a firsthand experience of me <laughs> in yeah. advance of 2008. Um, and so, you know, I always was writing about what I knew, what I was going through. I think my songs were always therapeutic for me and a way of sort of getting the poison out of my brain and, mm. and trying to make something pretty out of something pretty ugly. And that carried through, you know, I got, I got well in 2008. I'm a person in long-term recovery from drugs and alcohol, and I still relate to music in the same way. It's mm -hmm. still um, sort of a mirror, a window into what's happening in my life. And um, it's pretty unfiltered over the years. And a lot of that has been great in that it's, I think, very cool that I was brave to talk about yes. my own mental health struggles yes. and, and, you know, like document my journey that way. But the flip side is that like, you can definitely download every dark thought I had as a teenager on iTunes yeah. still. However, like you said, 25 <laughs> years mm -hmm. later. So it's a it's an interesting mix. I fully embrace it at this point. And I think the reason I've found success, any sort of success in what I do is because of that, because I am being really honest about how I'm feeling and folks can sort of see themselves in those songs. Yeah. New Money is your first full-length record with Kill Rock Stars, and you oh. chose to put a couple covers on the album. I did. You I'm did. I'm freaking out. The reason I made that weird noise is I'm just still freaking out when I hear people say that, because Kill Rock Stars has just meant so much to me since I was that 17-year-old putting out mixtapes, oh, you know? So yeah. it's been a, it's a very special moment in my career and in my life to be sort of discovered by Slim Moon and seen um, in a way that the music industry has sort of missed me, you know, all these years. And, yeah. um, I think he really saw what I was trying to do, understood where I was trying to go and had a pathway and was really, I think, interested in making a home for me and my songs at the label, which has just continued to feel really special uh, around the cover songs um there are a couple you know yeah I, you've got I... f and run by liz fair had to keep that <laughs> yes. clean and yes. baby britain from elliot smith w what was it about those two songs or maybe those two artists as a whole that one that made you want to include them yeah uh, yeah they both just absolutely you know trained my ears i learned how to sing and and write songs mm. by way of listening to those artists and um they each have meant a lot to me over the years. And Elliot was someone I knew personally. And so mm -hmm. I think, you know, getting signed to his label, I just knew we should honor him. I wanted to um, pay homage in a way that felt um, exciting and new. And, and a lot of Elliot's songs, you know, I think people sometimes um, have a takeaway that he that his songs are really sad or, or whatever, you know, and maybe some of that's true. But my take on Elliot and his, his whole body of work is that he really is a masterful pop song writer mm -hmm, and there's mm -hmm. so many amazing hooks that we just wanted to dig into that and party with his song a little yeah wow 
you've created a new money. You've created an amazing piece of musical art, Logan. And, and we need that right now. We need that right now more than ever. Right. New money makes you, makes you dance and it makes you think when, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, when you were sitting at home, as we all did, unfortunately, during 2020, you wrote these songs. How did that isolation shape that writing? And how did you and Gino Mari so masterfully capture that, I don't know, that, that, that kind of juxtaposition between dance and thought between, I don't know, is it fair to say light and dark? Yeah, I think that's fair. And, okay. and thank you for the kind words. I appreciate yeah. that. I, you know, what I wanted to dance, I wanted yeah. to party. Yeah. And I, I'm a person in recovery, like, so a lot of those themes are just about how I was feeling. I think I had a hard time picturing a world at a certain point, like everything was so shut down, I didn't even really know what dance floors might look like if dance floors were going to be a thing in the new world, if there was going to be a new world, or if I was even going to survive to make it there, like all of that was pretty constant. Yeah. And I, I think what I knew was that I needed gay joy in my life, that mm-hmm. I needed to center myself in this belief that we would someday come back together and, yeah. and dance and be happy and that gay joy would carry us through. And so that was really the sort of the the baseline for everything that we wrote. Uh, my process with Gino is the same as it has been for many years where like, I write the songs on my phone. They're, they often come out as acapella melodies with lyrics, like where the song structure is there. And then he works with me to build out the instrumental and, and then you have a song, you know? And I think we were really conditioned to our process already. Like we are already in that mode of like sending each other ideas back and forth. And so being trapped in our homes didn't really throw off our process, didn't okay. throw off the game. I do think that living in a constant state of fear is yeah. not totally conducive to creativity, but we were able to like yeah. lean into the fear and actually have that be one of the themes throughout the record where like it actually ended up exercising a lot of those feelings. Wow. I, I love that you addressed the fact that we are all living in some sort of fear because it has been, it's been very, very scary to look around at a world that feels so uncertain, particularly on top of other things that have gone on in the world pre-pandemic. Oh and, my God, have there been other things that oh, happened in the well, world? you know, just a couple, <laughs> just a couple. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like everything all at once. Everything all at once. Well, speaking of coming together, getting that gay joy, live yeah. shows are not really a solid thing yet. We're, we're getting some canceled. We're getting some rescheduled. Some are staying yeah. scheduled. You know, everything's kind of, kind of in limbo. You opted yeah. instead of doing like an album release gig, you opted to do a video for, is there anyone else like this in the world? Uh, I have to tell you, <laughs> this is a true story. I have to tell you those opening shots of all the people, like I immediately reached for the hand sanitizer. It yeah. was like an instantaneous <laughs> kind of reaction. Totally. You know, as a performer, and and again, you touched on this so eloquently earlier, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about it. As a performer who wants to be out there in front of people, what does living in that kind of limbo, what does that feel like? How does that stifle everything? Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, the record deal, the record itself, everything was kind of born during this time. Yeah, yeah. And so like there, I've been really down with pivoting, like whatever the world looks like, then we'll show up in that way. And, you know, we're, we're doing South by Southwest. I have some other stuff cooking up for later in the year. 
but right now doing an album release show and we did have plans to do a bunch of stuff like that that i just pivoted away from because i am not comfortable you know mm -hmm. like I, a big part of getting me out on stage always even before the pandemic was making sure that i felt safe enough to go out there just internally as like a person like like this safety was really important and it continues to be and so i think physical safety just like emotional safety um are paramount right now and we will come back together we will dance we will play shows but it may look like a virtual hybrid at first or yeah. it may look virtual or it may not happen until summer like a lot of that stuff i'm down to sort of see how it goes and i think a lot of people in my position might be really freaking out and i know a lot of people that are yeah. but i just have decided not to you know like it, it what's going to happen is going to happen I luckily am resourced enough where uh, my life doesn't depend on us going out on tour right now. The label is down for me to be a recording artist during oh. this time, which is like very vintage of them. It's very Beatles-esque. Yeah, like yes. I feel like I'm like <laughs> mid-70s. Like it's just like beautiful and it's yeah. kind of ideal um, g given what's happening right now. Like I think being on Kill Rock Stars and having everybody just like support whatever I feel most comfortable with has panned out. Yeah. We're going to keep an eye out for any other upcoming gigs that you have. When's South by Southwest? South by Southwest, our show is March 18th. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's coming up. We're, yeah. we have a, we've put together quite the spectacle and I'm excited to perform. I'm excited to do it when the time is right. And for sure, that will look like Oregon and Washington shows when yeah. that does happen. When was your last live show? Yeah, so my last like tour tour mm -hmm. was 2013. Oh, okay. And then my la like when when Aju came out in 2016, we played some shows. Like we played some stuff at Mississippi Studios in town. Yeah, we did yeah. we did some radio stuff. And then the piano record came out, and I did not tour that. Okay. Um, because of just life. Right. And then this came out. And I'm going to tour it eventually, but not right now. Right. Well, that makes sense. It's, yeah. it's more important for the collective to enjoy it in an environment that they feel safe in versus trying to push something to happen that may minimize the enjoyment level. Honestly, like, why did we invest in all these lasers if people can't just have fun while they're dancing? There so you go. I'm, there I'm, you I'm go. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to show up when that's possible. I love it. In the meantime, whilst we wait for those shows to get scheduled, where can people pick up new money? New money. Go to loganlin.gay. Okay. And you, it, it'll direct you to all the streaming as well as the Kill Rockstar store. And you know this had a wide release, so it's available in every re every independent record store across the globe. It's also available wow. in like Barnes and Noble and Walmart, <laughs> some stuff like that. But um, you know you can basically get it anywhere, and and if it's not in stock, your record store can order it for you. Okay. What formats did you release it in? Did you release it on vinyl too? Yes, yeah, CD nice. and vinyl and digital. Good. Good. Love the vinyl. Gotta Me have too. the vinyl. Me too. Well, we'll have links to Logan Lynn on our website, prp.fm. So check out our post drop-in session blog. And you can check out the video for Is There Anyone Else Like This in the World on our website too. We're going to close things out with one more tune from New Money. Give us a little insight, Logan, as to Here's to Us. 
Yeah, you know, this song is um, pretty autobiographical. It's about me feeling like a man without a country and not having a place in the world. And then, um, you know, really finding other people like that, finding finding my chosen family out here, other folks that also feel like they don't have a place in the world and us making a place together. Yeah. Want to thank any of those people while you got a chance? I absolutely feel like, you know, Portugal the Man and, and Kill Rockstars yeah. and... Gino and anybody who has, um, who still loves me now after all of it, like, you know, all of that (laughs) really matters to me. But I, I think, um, you know, especially the folks who have been around for the struggle, people who knew me back when I was addicted to cocaine and alcohol and can now sort of celebrate my humanity as this person that, that means a lot. That was beautiful. Logan Lynn, thank you so much for joining me today. You keep spreading that love and light. Thanks for having me. And thanks to all of you for tuning into Sounds of PDX on PRP. I am Veronica Bezesti, and this is Here's to Us by Logan Lynn on Portland Radio Project. Here's to us, they never notice cause. We're on the back of the bus We're on the back of the bus And here's to us An everlasting crush We're on the back of the bus We're on the back of the bus Oh